Opa Gundam style, everybody. Welcome to Wow Cool Robot. It's a podcast about Gundam, if in case you haven't heard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm Max. I use he him pronouns. And with me, as always, is... It's me. It's Callie. I use she, they pronouns, baby. We're back in space. Oh, we are. We got back in the end. Fuck Earth. Fuck gravity. I'm in <laughs> space Earth. now. Hate, hate Earth. Hate all the bitches on it. Everything bad that happens in Gundam happens on Earth, and everything cool happens in space. Don't pull receipts on that message. I said it, and I'm standing by it. That just reminds me, saying, like, hate Earth, um, reminds me of that, like, North FC meme that was going around for a while. That was, like, um, was, like, making fun of, like, um, like, Northern football fans. It was, like... (laughs) Oh, I know what you're talking about! Hate Earth. Hate Earth noids. Yeah, eight fetties, eight gyms, love Zeon, simple as. Love, love full frontal. Love Angelo, he's like me son. Simple as, big dad. Simple as. Love Marita. Love Marita. Love, 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 love Zeon, my name allows Abby. It'd be really funny if, like, in like it, 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 they do like what they did to Xenoblade, where like it got dubbed by Nintendo of Europe, so it just like became British. Like yeah. I would love it if like inexplicably, um, and it, it, the same thing happens in Star Wars too, where the Empire is all British. But like if like all of the Xeon dub voices were just inexplicably like Northern accents. Yeah, well, they're, funny you mention that. There is uh, four episodes of um, Yurisei Yurata, um, of Lum Invader, um, mm-hmm. that were dubbed by the BBC as a joke um, <laughs> for, like, a one-off event thing, um, and it is some of the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh, my um, God. Because, like, this is one moment where they're, like, these, like, jets that are flying by for, like, the... Um... <laughs> flying by and they've got like these like big helmets on with the big visors and he's just like oh yeah. what, what do you see there sir and he goes i have no idea i've got a giant jelly bean on my forehead because uh, <laughs> it's like the helmet so dumb this is, oh my this god this is not raf certified not raf certified oh it's so funny though this episode wasn't that funny but it was good it's more it's like this is a really as i watched it i kind of realized this is a very like um very quick episode. Everything that happens here yeah. happens in the span of like an hour or two, maybe. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's very, it's it's like very enclosed. Well, um, Real I got time. a summary. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Uh, this is Unicorn Gundam episode five. The Black Unicorn. Ooh. Marita, reconditioned into becoming Pole 12 once more, descends in the Banshee to capture Bonager in the Unicorn. He finds himself aboard the Rock Kailum, and we learn that he will be transferred to a Vist Foundation Garuda to rendezvous with Maneva and Martha, the latter of whom wants to make a deal so the Vist Foundation can once more get their hands on the box, promising Maneva and Neo Zeon a place within the Foundation if she wins Bonager over to her side. Bright, not wanting this to happen, has a call with Beltorchka Irma, now a part of Luonko, who then contacts Kai Shiden who arranges a truce between the Garden Seer and the Nail Argama, with the end goal of getting both Banajer and Maneva safely into space out of the clutches of both the Federation and the Vist Foundation, who both want the box to remain unopened. As the operation's underway, Reedy tries once again to take Maneva to safety, but he's rejected by her, as she'd rather jump out of a plane than be with him. Uh, Banajer catches her, and he and Zinnerin are able to retrieve Marita, who is at her breaking point and is trying to fight the reconditioning. They safely make it to space as Banajer achieves full control over the NTD, which now glows green instead of red. As Riddy takes notice of Marita's abandoned banshee, the Nail Argama and the Garn Sia are fired on by the General Revel, the Federation's flagship, when Full Frontal and Angelo arrive to fight them off. 
Who, baby? On Angelo's mobile suit and that. Fucking the fucking. Oh my god. The rules with the. The Rose and Zulu's the, insane. The Rose and Zulu. It's 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 the the pseudo psychomu kind of weaponry that it uses with like the wires and stuff, similar to the uh, the Zeong, um, yes. which is wild to see. Like it's like something it's, insanely oh. reminiscent of the Zeong in the hands of someone who isn't adjacent to Shah. Yeah, and, and like that, he's not as adjacent to Shah, but he is simp adjacent because it is like an upgraded Hamahama too, and he got oh, that master simp energy for it. full frontal. He, this this is definitely a double Zeta sequel series. It it, it fucking is. It, uh, we no, also no, I'm saw. looking at it right now. It literally is developed on the Hamahama. Um, it's cause, yeah, because it has the same like a uh, beam sucking shield. I don't know what you yeah, call it. But I'm gonna call it that. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want that to be like, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I want to call it a beam sucking shield though, because it's funner. Yeah, it's got the it's got it's got the suck launcher. Yeah, it got it got that fucking Kirby suck. Um, we mm. also saw some really fucking crazy Federation suits called the Anksha, which is like, yeah. I look it up, it's like a Jagan, an Ashimar, and a Gaplant had a baby together. It's like this yeah. fucking, it's this sick transforming Jagan that like goes Ashimar mode and has like all of the Gaplants like weird fucking like aerial bits. It's so cool. So sick. God, Unicorn has some like batshit suit designs. I love it. it. It has some of the best in the series in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like... Because the thing, it's right in the middle of that kind of, like, it's still weird with it, like, the Zeta era suits, but it isn't kind of, like, things feel over-designed in a good way, not over-designed, over-designed like it does in, like, Thunderbolt. I love Thunderbolt, I love some of the suits that it has in it, but my god, can Uh we chill it with some of the boosters on these things? I love Mm -hmm. this Psycho Zaku, I love it so much! Why does it have, like, eight jet engines strapped to its back? Gotta go fast. It's gonna go new, new. Uh, so this one starts out. I, I like the um. <clears throat> it's like a flashback to ten seconds prior, uh, where the last episode ended, where we see like Marita's banshee on a base jabber, like flying into airspace, mm. and like the flight controller's talking, and whoever's like in charge of the base jabber's like, "Oh, it's the Vis Foundation joining the fight." Blah blah blah. And they're like, all right, uh, bring your base jabber low, and we'll let you know. And then and they're like, all right, deploy the banshee. And they're like, hey, what the fuck? Hey, what are, what are you doing? Don't don't do that. And, and she she's just like free falling in this thing. It Would rules. you like to hear a fun fact about this? And that Absolutely. opening scene is entirely in English in the Japanese dub. Is it really? It is. Um, it's entirely in English. They're like talking in like English and stuff. Um, That's so funny. And it's got like this like heavy like filter over it. Um, that makes it look like um, that makes it has like a bunch of kind of like radio static over it. Oh yeah, um, sure. Oh, cool. Like, like you're actually having like a radio conversation between flight controllers. Yeah, and there's um, there's Japanese subtitles um, on the bottom of the screen as well, so like the Japanese oh, watchers funny. can understand what's going on as well. It's really cool. That yeah, that's a, that's an interesting way of kind of like making it feel like you're in enemy territory. Like they're in Australia, right? They wouldn't mm-hmm. be speaking Japanese there. I like that. They're a torrent um, base. Yeah. And, like, Marita lands and just immediately starts fucking shit up. The beam smart gun is such a cool... It's like, It, like, fires, like, a squiggly line, basically. Mm-hmm. It, it just... It's like ribbons. It's just like... Pew, pew, pew. It's like when you squeeze an icing uh, bottle too hard and it starts, like, spiraling everywhere. Yeah. Um, And then she, like, eventually just straight up, like, rams into the unicorn and knocks... Um, Oh, let's... Uh, This week, I, I wrote down Bandicoot as uh, Ooh, his name. Ooh, that's a good one. We'll go Bandicoot today. Yeah. 
so she just straight up rams the unicorn and like Bandicoot gets knocked out and then just wakes up on the rock island. Yeah, he just wakes up and he's like coming around and he like sees the uh the the Delta Plus that Reddy was in. And then he looks to the left and he sees the Banshee and he's like, fuck. Like, and then oh. the cockpit opens and Marina's Marina. out and he's no. like, fuck. Not like this. Not like, Not this. like this. Although it's really cool that even though that she's evil mode right now, she does like fucking just throw Riddy to the ground when he tries to like. Because he, he's like trying to get answers from Alberto who's there. Because, like, Alberto's the one who's, like, quote-unquote in charge of Marita right now. He's her quote-unquote master. Um, I hate it so much. It fucking sucks. Uh, and she just, like, just, like, easily tosses him to the ground. And Alberto's like, it's like, I'm not telling you shit. Now sit there while I tell you everything that's going on. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going like, to tell you a thing that's happening. Here's everything I, that's happening. Yeah. There is, there is no way I'm going to tell you that... Bandicoot is Cardius Vis illegitimate heir, and it's just like, yeah, yeah, say less, man. Come on. It would really suck if I told you exactly every single bit of information that you needed to know and to further your hatred, like hatred for this like child that you're getting like mm -hmm. in your head, like like staged by. by. Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but I kind of meant to. Um, God. <laughs> I can't, I can't dude. fucking stand Riddy. This guy fucking sucks. He's the worst. I, I was like panicking at the end of this episode with what he does because I was like, uh oh, no, no, Riddy, Riddy, don't do it. Riddy, don't Riddy, do don't it. Do don't, it. Don't, Riddy, don't, don't go do towards that robot, Riddy. What did you think he was going to do? Well, oh, no, I mean, like, I just can tell that he's going to pilot the Banshee. Oh, yeah, no, he totally is. He doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve it. He kind of deserves the emotional turmoil that it puts you through. By yeah, I hope he gets inside up. and just gets fried. His, his brain goo is going to be just destroyed. I want him to become fucking LCL from Ava, just inexplicably. <laughs> He's just goo. He just turns into Sunny D. Turning into a iron from IBO. Yeah, yeah, put that boy in a jar. I'm going to put him in a jar. <laughs> uh, it, it, we, we see, like, Alberto calls uh, Martha... And Martha is like, oh, Bandicoot has locked everyone out of the system. So he's, like, getting more control over Unicorn now. Like, he's able to lock it down so that no one can get, like, the next set of coordinates. Um, yeah. Because he got the next set of coordinates. Um, and Martha kind of, like, surmises that only Mineva can bring him over to her side. So he, she's, like, she's treating Mineva like a VIP. They're on a Garuda right now, um, mm. giving her, like, champagne. And she's, like, you know. Pr proposing to her like like you know oh we just want to seal the box we want to make sure nothing bad happens we need your help like hey if you if you help us the zeon remnants can all have a place in the vis foundation like wouldn't that be so nice that'd be nice we'll give blanket immunity to an entire group of like space noids that the the federation wants to just die uh -huh. yeah we could totally do that i mean like i i kind of do believe her because the vis foundation clearly is like as powerful as the Federation, as we see them, like, working together I at this point. I don't think they're powerful enough to do that, though. Mm. Like, the thing is about it, what that... Pro that promise is so lofty and wild to make. Because, like, you can't... Because the the Zeon Remnant, like, the sleeves, they're... They are, like... But as as well as that, I don't think Frontal would ever agree to that as well, and he's in charge. That's true, he's in charge. Um... <laughs> yeah, he's in charge, isn't he? Um, I guess if anything, she could probably get like diplomatic immunity for like the higher ups 
But that would only be because the Federation would want to, like, poach them anyway. Yeah, but then you got to bear in mind that, like, Xeon Remnants are also just everyday people. It's just a shit ton of people, yeah. No, she definitely doesn't give a shit about these people. Incalculable amount of people in space at the time of the series. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just not going to be enough. Yeah, yeah, fuck her. Fuck Um, her. She's the worst. she, She, like, she... Uh, 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 well, like, kind of like fake feminism with it too, as well. It's really I know. weird. It, I she's scummy. She um, Marita or uh, Maneva. There's so many M names. Good God, there's so many. Um, in this see in this episode alone, there's Marita, Moneva, uh, and uh, Martha. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. And like, I already get confused over Angelo and Alberto. Like, it's yeah. a lot. But uh, Maneva talks to Martha, and she's like. Hey, why the fuck did you recondition Marita? And she's like, oh, we're just doing the same thing that you did back then. Which is, like, almost a salient point, but, like, less so because Marita's broken free of that reconditioning. And it's just, like, arguably worse now because, like, Marita's just, like, become her own person. And then the Viss is like, all right, let's, like, rewind the tapes here. It's like, no, you did worse, like, by making her go back to that. was, like, a toddler. Yeah, like, she had fucking nothing to do. She was, she was, like... Who knows where the fuck she was, right? Because, like, we learn the Maneva we saw in Zeta was, like, a body double the entire time. So, like, fucking Maneva was, like, hidden away in some fucking bunker for, like, all of what happened in Gundam to this point, pretty much. Mm. She couldn't do anything about it. Um, But whatever. Shit sucks. Uh, we cut back to the Rock High Loom, and Bright's just telling the crew and everyone. He's like, yeah, we know it sucks that, like, the Secret Service are hanging out on this ship. But um, we have orders to... We still got to hunt down the Garen Sierra. I don't think they know it's called that. They're just, like, the, the, the camouflage Xeon Freighter. Yeah. Um, which, at this point, I don't know why they need to if they've, like, recovered the unicorn. I guess they're just, like, trying to, like, stamp out anyone who stands against him at this point. Mm-hmm. But Bright clearly doesn't really care about this, like... He's just following orders, which, you know, fuck you, Bright. But at the same time, at least he's willing to, like, go against those and do what's right in the end. Like, I'm giving a reluctant brownie point to Bright in this episode for what he's done. Bright was a little bit better in this episode. Yeah, like, it's, 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 you know what? It's funny that, like, he shows Bandicoot more empathy than he's shown, like, pretty much any other Gundam pilot. Yeah. I guess it's Which easier. Which is, it's he- wild. There hasn't been a Bright slap. Yeah, I mean, first of all, good. I don't, I don't like the bright slap. But like, I hate it. It's so bad. It's, I guess it's because he doesn't like know Bandicoot. Like, yeah, he, he spent who, who knows how long with Amaro and Camille and Judo. Like, he spent time with them. This kid just like rolls up on a ship and then is like gone the same day. Like, he doesn't have as much of an emotional base to slap him from. <laughs> yeah, but um. But, like, he knows, like, one of his lieutenants uh, tells him that, like, he knows that they know the deal with Maneva and Martha. And they know that, like, you know, they're going to transfer uh, Bandicoot there to try and have Maneva win him over. Uh, so he goes to talk to him about it. Band- Bright talks to Bandicoot, rather. Um, mm. he, he talks about the next set of coordinates. Like, he knows where they are. He's like, I don't want that place to become a battlefield again. So whatever the next set of coordinates is, it's somewhere that we know. Somewhere that's have a big battle. That's exciting. Yeah, which is which is kind of like oh that that kind of sucks. Yeah, but also you know, I feel like again, it implies that it's going to be like oh mm-hmm. yeah. But at the same time, that could mean literally anywhere in Gundam because fucking everywhere has become a battlefield at this point. 
Could be, it could be fucking Mount Kilimanjaro for all we know. I don't think it's going to be on Earth, though, because I feel like it's such a big deal going back into space that, like, the next set of coordinates definitely is not going to be on Earth. Yeah, that's like, right, will not turn be. around. We gotta, we gotta turn this ship around, gang. <laughs> we gotta get, um, we gotta get it, we gotta get it moving. Gotta get it moving. Gotta moving. Um, and it, you know, he he talks to Brett about how like his time on the Garen Seer wasn't really that bad. Like he was treated as an equal, as a crew member, not as a prisoner. Um, and Bright just like pretty much wholly supports Bandicoot just being so cagey, not telling anyone. Like Bandicoot thinks that it was pure luck that he became a Gundam pilot, and Bright's like. That's not true. I've known literally every Gundam pilot in history up to this point, and it's not luck. You may have to make the decision to go inside the robot, and you made that decision. So, like, this is your, this is, you're in it now, buddy. Sorry. Yeah, I really liked that moment, but at the same time, it's like, probably you really gonna say that to a child? I Like, I get what he's saying, but it, it's worded in a strange way of, like, it's like him saying it wasn't luck, like it's a choice you made and like you're living with that choice well. But but it really just seems like, nah, man, you, you fucking, you shit your bed now, lie in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but then he goes to like, you know, some room and he's Skyping with fucking Beltorchica Irma. It's very yeah, obvious uh, it's her. Like, there aren't that many like you, be important honest, UC blonde women, huh? I'm not, I'm not a very, I'm not a very big uh, Beltorchica enjoyer. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think, I, I think she's fine. I don't not like her. Like, I'm not. I'm not like booing like crazy whenever she shows up because like she was like kind of wild in Zeta, but like at the same time, most of my rage in Zeta was just like yelling at Amaro the whole time. At that point, because like she showed up after Amaro did. Like it's it's her cameo is like whatever. Like you know she's important. She's in Luo and Co. Um, mm. All she does is show up here to, like, pass on a message to someone who's, like, way more important and I, like, cheer way harder for when he shows up. <laughs> yeah. But um, but, but but she reveals that, like, the General Rebel is being mobilized basically to go after the Nail Argama. Like, at this point, the Federation and the Vis Foundation are working together to, like, fucking erase anyone who's, like, being involved with the box at this point. Yeah. Like, it's just becoming worse and worse for them. Like, the situation is progressing, let's say. We could have seen this coming. Not an Argama-class ship, uh, you know. <laughs> Up against a Degosa Gear-class ship with, like, you fucking know, four runways. You could have seen the, the, the Argama-class ship operating on its own and not being having anything to do with either side of it. <laughs> Where <laughs> have I seen this before? I have <laughs> never read a history book. Uh... But then it's more importantly, twice now. Yeah. If I had a nickel for every time, if I had a nickel for every time this happened, this exact situation happened, I've had three nickels. Yeah. Which isn't a lot, but you know, it's, it's weird that it's happened three times. I know. Why is there a fire engine driving by my apartment? That's not good. I heard a fire alarm going off across the parking lot kind of all day. I guess if they're mm-hmm. driving away with their lights not on, they probably resolve the situation. Yeah. I was hearing some weird beeping earlier. I guess that's what that was. Oh, well, everything seems fine. That's good. It's probably fine. Um, Kai Shiden's here. He is. This There's is what I'm, no I'm fucking doubt. popping off. Like, of all the original Gundam cast that show up, Kai being the one, I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. I love you, Kai. You fucking rule. <laughs> he hangs out with the Pope. He, he fucking does. rules. He gave the Pope Undertale. He gave the Pope Undertale. He can He's whip a gun vibing. out of someone's hand. This guy fucking <laughs> rules. He's the modern day Indiana Jones. He's Indiana Jones, but better. He's so fucking cool. Um, He's here and like, he's not, he doesn't talk to Bright or Beltorchka. Like, Beltorchka talks to him in a different scene we don't see. But he's talking to Zinnerman and he's basically saying the same thing Bright talked to Beltorchka about of like, 
yeah, Federation and Vist are working together. We don't want them to like become more friendly than they are. So we're gonna like send you support to help you out and like let you um make it to space and like rendezvous with an ALR Gamma and basically keep the unicorn out of their hands. And like it's really funny, Zinnerman's like trying to be this shrewd negotiator. He's like, Alright, we'll need a base jabber. Like, that's the bare minimum thing that you could get. Like, you're not even asking for a mobile suit, you're asking for like a hoverboard. Yeah, like, that's not yeah, a hard thing to obtain, like, my guy. <laughs> you're asking for you're asking for like the Okay, yeah, that's even the equivalent of like a Honda Civic. Um, right, yeah. Like Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh man, if this it's funny, I love it. Uh <laughs> this next scene is actually no this episode is funny. I don't know why I said that earlier. Because this next scene is so goddamn good. The scene with on the um so Otto's having a tea party on the nail argama. Party with his like best mates. He's just like, right guys, we're gonna we're gonna have a lovely little time. We're just chilling. Don't worry. <laughs> It's all like good. This, it's the SpongeBob episode on him teaching them how to be fancy. Pinky out as he's like sipping his tea. This is so fucking funny. No, oh, what's she called? I forget the, the uh, Miharu. Yeah, Miharu bursts in. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna give you this note, dude. Uh, and Venus is like, oh, okay, let me take a full mouthful of this tea before I read this note that you look very shocked about. I wonder what will happen if I do it. <laughs> and uh, like everyone's like leaning forward. of tea, everyone's looking at him. Uh, he just opens up this note and then he like, his eyes open wide, he spit takes all over all of them. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's so good. He spills the tea. <laughs> he spilled that tea, dude. Oh my god, it's so funny. I mean, presumably the note's like, hey, you have to go pick up the garden seer. Love, Kaishi Den. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I didn't know the ghost was alive, dude. Oh, it's so fucking choice. I love it. It like, the, the tea is like, it's it's like pretty red tea. It looks like he gets shot in the head or like throws up blood or something. It's really fucking shocking at yeah. first if you're not like paying full attention. It's great though. Um... So we cut back to the Rock Island, and we're, it's like we're in the hangar. Um, Bandicoot is like being put in the unicorn to transfer to the Garuda. And Riddy's there and Riddy's just like looking down upon him from like the, the sort of like a uh, walkway above. Like he, he he's like he, he's been sipping that uh, b- uh, Bandicoot hater soup right now. He, he's becoming Joker. <laughs> but um. Bright goes and, like, tries to pull Bandicoot away to, like, tell him the plan. And then the Tri-Stars roll up and, like, bl- like one of them trips one of, like, the Vist Secret Service agents. And the other, like, they just, like, st- they're just big men standing in the way of, like, hey, yeah. he's the captain. He has to talk to someone. You wait the fuck here. Like, it's nice that these guys are just, like, yeah, they're ride or die for they're Bright. They're ride or die it. for Bright. I, it's, I, there are way better peoples you could be, like, ride or die for. But, like, I appreciate that he has someone. Yeah. Because his family I mean, don't have him anymore, do they? It, no, yeah. His son's busy, like, <laughs> getting ready to become a terrorist. Getting ready to be, like, an explosive, like... <laughs> the worst, like, terrorist the world's ever seen. Yeah. He's, like, prepping for it. His son is three years deep in a my girlfriend got killed funk. Yeah. I mean, it. I I think I honestly like the Bell Torchica's children um, timeline a bit better in regard to that. I don't um, really know what happened during it. Could you enlighten oh, me? Oh, okay. More? So in, in the movie Hathaway, he kills Chan, right? Yes. Yeah. In Bell Torchica's children, he kills Quest. Oh fuck! Yeah, I, it's I like that a lot more. Like he he's the one who he like shoots the Alpha Zero through the head where the cockpit is because like 
I don't remember if he knew it was Quest at that point or not, but like I like to th- imagine the grief is much harsher on him. Yeah. 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 Right. Like, like the the whole thing of like, he accidentally shot down a couple of enemy suits and like, that's what kind of became, gave him a war hero status. Plus his daddy's bright, but like, yeah. No, no. You shot down and killed your girlfriend. And now you're a war hero. And everyone's like, yeah. And and like to everyone else is like, oh, you shot down and killed like this horrific Neo Zeon, uh, like mobile armor. And he's like, yeah. And also the girl that I loved was in there. And they're like, ah, yeah, but she was an enemy. You get over it, man. And he's like, this is cool. I'm going to go buy a jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> I mean, I know it wasn't him, but I fucking, I love fake Mafty so much. Oh, that, that's a, Catherine's a good movie. I have to rewatch that sometime. It's so good. I love that pumpkin head. I know. It's like the movie opens with like pumpkin head terrorism. It's fucking insane. Yeah. Um, that's not what we're talking about. Though. We're talking about unicorn. Yeah, we're talking about later. unicorn. <laughs> um... So he, like, Bandicoot gets this renewed resolve of Bright telling him that, like, all right, we're going to help you get out of this shitty situation. Uh, and we cut to Audrey or Maneva. I, like, flip-flop on calling her Audrey or Maneva because, like, she's going, you know, she's like, I'm Maneva. But, like, Bandicoot's the only one who's like, no, you're Audrey. And you're like, Audrey? Audrey Byrne. Audrey Byrne, I'd like you to give a little... Little little acting performance for me, please, if you would. I like mind. how he turns into just. I like our 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 version of Benazir, just like, like a tiny baby, like t- baby a two Benazir. foot tall British child wearing like a little smutty like sailor outfit and a big lollipop twice the size of his body, <laughs> uh. staring up just like <laughs> if you if you wouldn't mind, could I could I could you please sing me a song, Miss Benazir? <laughs> I'm gonna turn the psycho frame green this time, I'm AI. The, I'm turning the psycho frame a, a lovely shade of green instead of a big nasty red. This is would, just would like the axis shock, innit? It's just like the axis shock. I don't really know what it really implies, but I'm I'm not really gonna give it much thought because I really like this this lady. Look at the pretty lights. And and and. and. Marina's just looking down and I'm just like, we're gonna keep this thing this the safest anything uh, have you seen it's it's in like Bojack Horseman. It's that one director treating us of like uh, I'm treating um the what's it called Todd? Um mm-hmm. being like really like nice got a, got a great face. You're like someone get this guy cookie. And stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. Someone get this boy cakes and creams. <laughs> like, oh, I, um I love I love these creams. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, Martha says some weird fucking shit in this scene to Maneva though. She's yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. Because like you know, she's she's like threatening. She's like, you're damning all of the Zeon remnants. Like their their only place would be with the Fist Foundation. If you don't agree to help out, like you're fucked. You're. you're she says you're blossoming into a young woman, and blossoms need fertilizer. And Benazir is your fertilizer. What are you talking about? What are you saying? What are you fucking talking about? My guy. That's some. You can't just say shit. Words I'm have meaning. Kind of thing. Um, my you next just note. tell this underage. She's seventeen. You don't gotta fucking tell her. Stop saying the word fertilizer. Don't, yeah, don't talk about boys for. Ah! <laughs> That's so gross. Ah! <laughs> 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 it mother vist combine so. This much. shit sucks. This shit fucking sucks. Everyone, everyone is so fucking sucks. And my oh, next terrible. note. Is, my next note is Pouty Riddy. Get over it. He sucks too. God, God, I hate it. I love how half of the characters in this show are absolutely amazing, and the other half Uh just the worst people imaginable. 
Yeah, it's it's just like my the Venn diagram is two separate circles, and one is two foot tall British children, and the other is war criminals. <laughs> war, war criminals parentheses derogatory because yeah. like Benadryl's also kind of a war criminal at this point. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he's put on a base jabber, and he's like in the unicorn, like just like on hands and knees, like because um. Marita's on the banshee, uh, on the base jabber too. Like smart gum aimed at his cockpit, pretty much. Yeah. Like he's like, yeah, you're not moving here, and um, she doesn't answer. Yeah, she doesn't answer to Marita anymore. She's pull twelve now. She's like, uh, Alberto, this is my master. Don't say that. Don't like it. Don't say that. Uh, um, but they're flying. Yeah, it's some good shit. What happens here? Oh, could could, could you like me? Yeah, so they're flying. They're going to the Garuda, right? There's like, you know, it's like uh-huh. they see the shadow of it in the clouds. And um, as the Garuda looks down, they see the shadow of the Garn Seer coming out through the clouds, too. Mm-hmm. And they send out some Girazulus. They have like Girazulus um, <clears throat> hanging out the door of it, like just like strapped to like some big fucking miniguns and rocket launchers. Um, the, the Garuda sends out those onkshas I talked about before, the really cool um, Ashmar things. Yeah. And like, the raw Kylum is just straight up not sending out any more units. Like Bright sent out the Tri Stars to escort um, Bandicoot, but he's just like, "All right, that's it. You're not getting any more from me." Like none of that. He, none of that. He, he's complying the bare minimum of what he has to do. Yeah, I suppose to keep himself safe, but at the same time, it's like, come on, man. Like, yeah, I he I think he's doing it because like he doesn't want bandicoot to have to like fight of like you know friendlies like protecting as many people as he can so like i appreciate mm-hmm. that because yeah if there were more like anti-zeons around like things would have gone a lot differently like zinnerman probably would have died here uh it would have been rough would have been really rough yeah because like at this point it's just, it is just it's like the two or three anxious a couple gear zulu shooting from the garancier the three uh tri stars and then radian is delta plus and the unicorns mm-hmm. um but Zoomin pops out of the Garncier, like he 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 takes this little like jet and he's like trying to infiltrate from the top of uh the Garuda. Because you know, he's also trying to rescue Maneva. And trying to do the Mer- right thing. Yeah. And Marita like nearly shoots him down, but like she sees like a new type flash of him and then stops. And like she's st- this is like when her kind of freak out begins of like yeah. trying to break free from that reconditioning. Um <laughs> We get a really funny scene, like, as she, like, wavers, that's when Bandicoot's able to jump free. He, like, wrestles with an Anksha, like, takes it out, and, like, non-lethally takes it out, grabs its beam saber, and, like, kicks one of the Tri-Stars in the head off of the base jabber so he can fly on one. <laughs> and, like, the Tri-Stars don't turn on him. They're like, oh, cool, he's not killing. That's He's not a threat now. It's just, like, they, they, they give him the fucking warrior's respect for not killing, yeah. even though he just kicked one of them in the head and sent him plummeting to Earth. <laughs> yeah! It's so good. I like how the dude's like, oh yeah, it's fine. But like, you know, one of like the the one that's like flying down to the ground is like, he's still kind of like shaking and reeling from what just happened. He's like throwing up in the cockpit. Oh, warrior's respect. (laughs) (laughs) You just can't do a thing. The the only person who's not impressed is Riddy, who's just like, did this fucking kid? Who is this child? Like he he's like everyone's in on it. Like, he, he knows, he, he's like, he can tell that, you know, <clears throat> the Tri-Stars aren't going to stop Bandana, and it, he, he's just fucking pissed off that no one's doing the job right. Yeah. Fuck you, Riddy. Uh, Maybe no you're a narc and no one wants you involved. Yeah, nobody likes you, Riddy. Shut up. Mm-mm. Shut um, up, shut Riddy. Up, fuck you. Yeah, get out of here, Riddy. Get out of it. Boom. Take a Riddy fucking... him, right? Take... Ah! Ah! That was a... 
That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, so Bandicoot's still trying to snap Merida out of the reconditioning, and like she's just not having a great time of it. Um, she's like about to activate NTD, and Audrey. We see we cut to like it's Audrey and Martha and Alberto like in the hangar getting ready. They're they're getting in a shuttle to like go to space. Uh, I think, or go somewhere else. And Riddy like just jumps into the hangar in the Delta Plus, and he's like, uh, "Hey, uh, 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 come with me." Everyone just kind of stares at him, like, "No, no, she's not gonna do that." Do you invited you? Like, th- he's this like, is please, he... please, just come with me. I don't want to. Please, I, don't I want to you. see you die. I don't want you to. I want. Then... I, I... <laughs> <laughs> the, the, like, both unicorns like fly into the cockpit like the, yeah, dude, they're like they're on the roof of the garuda like their psycho frames are beginning to resonate and like one of the onches just gets blasted away and like bonks into like the the uh one of the rear fins of the garuda and like falls to earth and Riddy's just like meanwhile i just watched 500 days of summer and that you're a manic you- pixie dream girl i love you so much i really want you to come with me it's then, so funny. <laughs> like in the meantime, like like uh, like um uh, Bandicoot's like fighting for his life because like uh, the Banshee's trying to call out um the unicorns and TD. Yeah, and like he's holding back the fucking vibrating nail from like tearing him in half. He's 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 pushing down the like the interface in the middle of the um in in, in the cockpit. Like he's trying to like push it down um to to keep it like. Yeah, he's, he's trying to, like, he's block those servos from turning. And fucking... <laughs> Rudy's being a little bitch Rudy's just such a fucking whiny baby. He's like, come with me! And, like, come both Martha me. and Maria... Both Martha and Maneva are like, okay, you're gonna take her, and then what? And he's like, I don't know! I don't think it's something I don't have any plans. I just want to kiss me love me. I hate this little bitch it's so like, fucking A hundred years dude. ago, everything was really bad when Siam fist terrorism to so my great-grandpappy. And my, and, my, and my ancestor died, and I've been, like, comfortably able to live for the rest of my <laughs> life. Daddy gets me horses, and I, I know what the box is, but I'm not gonna tell you. I, 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 I know what it is, but I don't want anyone to think I'm stupid. God, this episode is unlistenable. <laughs> it is completely <laughs> unlistenable. I'm so sorry. I have to just listen to Max people. and Ka- listen to Max and Callie do stupid voices for an hour. Oh, that is thing for an hour about how much we hate one character and how much we love the other. It's just like it's just a two foot tall British boy with a big lolly versus like. An adult man who's just like drowning in his own tears. <laughs> Outstanding stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um. So th- this is. I think at this point, like Zinnerman has infiltrated the Gruda. He's just like firing pot shots at everyone in the hangar, and like Maneva is able to like run over to him in the in the in the confusion, and like he gives her like a a, a suit and everything, and he's like, "All right, you got to get the fuck out of here now." Get um, out. And she's, like, clutching on to, like, um... Zinnerman gets, like, blasted by an explosion. He's not dead, but he's just kind of, like, slumped over. And, like, Riddy walks over him. And Maneva's, like, holding on to, like, a piece of crumpled metal, like, on the exposed fuselage of this thing. And Riddy's, like, calling out to her. And he's, like, you know, uh, come with me. And she's, like, I don't want to commit the same crimes my family did that kind of fucked everything up. Bye. And just jumps off. Yeah. <laughs> she's just, like, right. And um, then this... Oh, this Riddy, seems so fucking good. I- don't want to do that. Bye! And then she Bye. jumps Bye. off Deuces. a plane. And just, she, she... Oh, 
I love it. I love it. It's and like such as a she's good falling, it's such a good moment. And as she's falling, she's like, "All right, Bandicoot, do your thing." And he just like dives out of the way. He like jumps like over uh, uh, Marita and like dives down. And like as he does it, he activates NTD. But like, like the psycho frame still glows red. But like the the interface inside glows green for a little bit. And I'm like, "Huh, interesting." Um, he ends up. Uh, he, he retrieves her. He like you know very gently reaches out with the unicorn and like grabs her and puts her in the cockpit. And like it's just so nice that finally for the first time in the series they bandicoot and maneva seem as equals like they're both like wow we heard each other's voices isn't that cool yeah and and maneva's like are you gonna go get marita and he's like yeah and she's like all right fuck yeah awesome dude and like they finally Knew feel it. like they finally feel like they're on the same level now yeah like, it's such a cute and sweet little scene they've both grown a lot i feel like they're on the same level because Banaja, oh, sorry, Bandicoot's, like, figured out how to kind of deal with the consequences of, like, the weight of your kind of, like, family and your lineage, uh-huh. and, but also, like, the weight of your own actions as well. But Mineva's also learned a bit more about how to be a bit more empathetic and to learn to listen to people a bit more and yeah. to understand each other as well. They've both grown in inverse ways, and mm-hmm. they've hit, like, this really nice middle point. This is, like, my favorite, like, relationship in Gundam. Is these two? I love them it, so much. It's nice. It, it like I keep on saying it, but like it really does feel like they're on the same level they together. They're so equal, and it's so nice. Like as much as I love Rain and Domon in G Gundam, like that still isn't that equal of a relationship. Like yes, Rain is a strong character, but like she very much is like the damsel in distress at the end of it, and like she can fight and do some cool things, but like. With, with this, it really truly feels like, despite Maneva being, like, the princess of an entire fucking, like, space nation, and Bandicoot is, as of now, just a guy, because his, his important daddy's dead. Like, it really does feel like they're standing, like, on the same pedestal together now. I like All it. died in front of Camille twice. My bar is exceptionally low. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Ford and Camille also had a very cool Gundam cockpit they scene. Did. Not as not as sweet as this one, not but as this an one. important one. It was a very important one. <laughs> yeah, Maneva's like, hey, Benaj, look at this cool gun I have. <laughs> what happened Check if I shot it? Like a king's around the cockpit. <laughs> like an entire city just leveled. He's like, oh, that's pretty sick, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want the I want the cut the the, the cut of Zeta Gun where Camille sees four level city and is like, "Fuck yeah, let's do that more. Let's do it more often. <laughs> let's no, let's go take knock on the Federation's door. Let's just take it to the Fetties. We'll just get rid of the wall." Oh man, that's Shut's a good ending. never happens because there isn't a chance for it to happen. Uh, Shard's counterattack <laughs> never happened because they high fived him too hard in the Psycho Gundam, and he's like a splat <laughs> on the ground. Oh my god, this is the oh, best! Oh, it's the good ending. This is the best ending is what it is. And then All Gundam right, ends. See. Yeah, <laughs> Gundam ends when everyone decides, wait, the killer robots are cool now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Marita and Bandicoot, they tussle again. Um, I think at this point, like, Zinnerman has been able to... Or no, I get... Where the fuck did... Oh, no, no, that's right. He, like, drops Maneva off inside the gardens here. Then he flies back up to um, get Marita and Zinnerman because they're both still on the Garuda. Yeah. Um, they're, like, having a fist fight in the hangar. And, like, Zinnerman's, like, running away as, like, everything's getting destroyed behind him. He's like, oh, shit, oh, fuck. 
Because he's just one guy. He's just a guy. Like, the it's guy amazing that he didn't die. It's it's a miracle. Like, it, it, he was, like, putting up some pretty big death flags this episode with the whole, like, I, like I'm your papa in, like, Riddy, like, with a gun in the corner. Yeah. Ready to kill anyone related to Gundams. But what happens is, um, like, uh, uh, Bandicoot and Merida are, like, tussling. They're kind of locked together. And Riddy um, aims his his um, Delta Plus's rifle at them. He's like, Gundam. At this point, he's just, like, babbling about Gundams now. Like, he's not saying words anymore. And, like, Marita feels his, like, rage psychically and, like, charges him. And he's like, you're Gundam too? She's right, because Delta Plus is based on the Delta yeah. Gundam. Um, and I and really, then she just... Mm. I really love that moment of him screaming about Gundams and then... Me too. I do whatever. Him take. realizing, yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> him realizing that he's what he's be- he's what he he's become what yeah. he hates. <laughs> I was Gundam the whole time. I. What if the real Gundam was the Gundam we made along the Gundam? Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> um, and she like bashes his cockpit and like fucking snaps his arm off, and um, he's alive somehow. Breaks his leg off. Yeah, it just brutalizes it. And, like, she's about to turn on Bandicoot. But this is when Zinnerman runs in on foot in front of a 20-meter-tall killer robot. I know. And it, it's amazing, because, like, you really you feel in that moment... He, Benasher was not going to be able to snap her out of it. Literally, only Zinnerman could have done this. Only Zinnerman could have. Because it's, 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 it's... He's her real dad. It's a situation where the only thing that can like help someone like that is is family it yeah. isn't friends friends can't do that but the thing is uh-uh. about it is it's just oh my god it's it's him realizing it's it's the realization that he named marita after his like daughter oh my god i know when he looks it's like oh. we, we see she like flashes through all of her memories and one of the ones that it kind of lingers on is zinnerman like showing her a picture of him and his daughter named marie and she like as she's like flashing back Riddy on foot starts shooting at her with a pistol and then passes out but she hears him yell Gundam a lot and she's like I'm Gundam uh and like passes out and gets ejected out of the cockpit of the Banshee and like Zinnerman catches her like calling her Marie as he does it and I'm just like oh he's her dad he's her dad boogie woogie woogie I I cried I was actually crying it's it's such a sweet God. Yeah, Unicorn is so fucking good. Yeah. It's astounding. It's so fucking choice. But Riddy's Rudy, passed out in the Garuda. Um, Bandicoot, like, pivotally, they leave the Banshee behind because no one's going to pilot it. Um, and, like, Bandicoot backs out with Zinnerman and Rita, I guess, like, in the cockpit with him. And they go, they fly back to the Garncier. And we see, like, the maneuver of Otto. Otto is so fucking happy. Like, ever, all of his bridge members um, are like, hey, why are we helping uh, the enemy? And Otto's like, hey, I have something to do for once. This rules. You kidding me? Yeah, I love this shit. I'm in charge. I'm actually top rank again. Let's go. <laughs> so Even happy. though he's following orders from someone higher up. But, but don't read so into so that happy. part too much. Don't read it. Don't, don't think about it. Don't think about it too much, guys. Don't think about it. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. They're, like, it, it, the, the nail argam is in low orbit. It deploys, like, a balut pack to, like, block the everything burning up. <laughs> it, uh, it, it fires a, like, tow cable as, like, the uh, Garden Seer is losing power. So we see the unicorn and two Girazules, like, pushing it from behind. Yeah. And again. Let me get that roll. 
I've seen Char's counterattack. You can't. You can't. You can't. <laughs> you can't just push with a robot. It doesn't work. So um, except, except for when it does. Um, but you need to be. You need to be in the soup to do it. Because <laughs> uh, Bandicoot like flies up and like grabs a tow cable. It's like this is the fucking. You know the scene from Captain America: Civil War where like he's pulling the helicopter he's like holding onto the helipad with one arm and like the the step rail of the helicopter with the other and like like pulling them both as they're like ripping him apart it's that he's doing oh, captain america right now he is he's pulling a spider-man oh yeah he's, exactly but spider-man does that a lot actually he does it think about so it. much it's like in every of like every spider-man continuity he does it he loves to do it he, he loves to have a big stretch <laughs> um and he he grabs a cable and like it's not close enough to connect and he, he like feels the ghosts of Deguza and Gilboa on his side yeah and then he's like all right what if the soup was green and it gets green it's a green aditi it's it's the exact same the first of all first of all what i mean not to like post nerd emoji but i thought the whole thing with char's counterattack was that like it was psychoframe resonance that would like made all the big soup appear like because it's like that kind of green and yellow it's the exact same thing that you see at the end of Shars counterattack it's just one well, guy doing it this time if eh. you think about it um if you have the resonance between um Deguza and uh Gilboa but also between Benazir and the unicorn itself the unicorn is kind of shown time and time again that it itself has some form of sentience um, right. it, it exists, it resonates, it wants to be with Banaja, it shows up when it sh- when places it shouldn't be, it is there with him. We, like, we see it almost has a mind of its own, especially with the NTD system. Um, I like to think of this moment as, that is a moment where Banaja is fully resonating with the unicorn once mm. again. I like that, because I mean, yeah. It, the unicorn is full of a downright irresponsible amount of psycho frame, like mm. way fucking oh, yeah. more than the new like far Asabi too much, had. far too much. We shouldn't do this. We shouldn't make giant Gundams just their bones are like soup ore, but we keep doing it, I guess. Um, but regardless, like the psycho frame glows, and like yeah, he he has achieved full mastery over this because like he is using. You, you know what this is? This is like him becoming capital N new type as like. Zeon intended where he's not a new type for combat like every time we he's used the NTD up until this point yeah has been like in some kind of combat role like I guess him doing it against Loni it was still kind of combat and him going to get Maneva wasn't really but like I guess he it was just responding to his powerful emotions but even then you see like the interface inside it was glowing green a little bit so it's like starting to but like at this point it really feels like he's kind of become one with the unicorn at this point yeah like, he can exert his will over it. And just, it is pure soup. The music that plays in this part is beautiful, too. Oh, my God, I love it. It is just, like, triumphant, like, ethereal score. As mm. Like, he just literally, like, lifts, he, like, rockets up and, like, lifts the Garden Seer into space with a nail argama. It's so good. So fucking good. Oh, and this entire scene, we know it's important because we get the classic Gundam shot of, like, the protagonist's eyes over space. Like, yeah. that's how you know. That's, that's how, how you, you know. know. Oh, it's so good. Oh, then he runs it. out of fuel. It's good. Yeah, he runs out of fuel. Bright is, like, smiling as he watches it happen. I wouldn't be, because the last time Bright saw that green soup appear, Amuro died. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, fuck, shit, fuck, turn it off, turn it off, dude. <laughs> um, We see Riddy, who wakes up and, like, walks towards the Banshee. Don't like that. 
Not like that. Not like that. Not like Gundam. Gundam. It's like bleeding um, from his head and everything. Yeah, he's majorly wounded. But um, we're in space and everything seems okay until like the nail argometer starts getting hit with beam fire because the the fucking general rebel, the flagship of the Federation fleet, is like, all right, fuckers, time to die. <laughs> yeah, this is just and, like FTL. And then, and then, a little purple boy shows up. A little purple lad shows up and just rips an entire fleet apart with his bare hands. Uh, oh, the I love it. Mobile suit. Rosen Zulu kicks ass. We see full frontal. Uh, he's like firing rocks and shit. Pivotally, though, they're not killing. This, again, really feels like every side. I mean, you know what it is? It's like the Vists and the Federation are like, they've given up on reasoning with Benajir. They just want this fucking guy dead. But yeah. like, it seems like Full Frontal and Angelo haven't yet. And they're like, maybe if we don't kill in this fight, we can get him to come to our side on this. So maybe. But like, because like, you see, they're like popping heads off and they're like destroying legs, but they're not like targeting cockpits at all. Nah, not whatsoever. Yeah. And like the final, the final shot of the episode is just like full frontal pulling out this big fuck off rocket launcher and like firing it to, towards, uh, towards the, the general um, rebel. And like yeah. the episode freeze frames and ends. Oh, it's so good. Oh my God. Unicorn is insane. This show is so fucking great. It rules. And that is the episode for this week. Only two more. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be so sad to see it go. I know. I'm really excited to like, I know so little about narrative. Yeah, I know nothing. I know there's, mm-hmm. I know I know there's that, a cool robot in it that breaks its arms up every time it fires its gun. Um, uh-huh. I, know, I know that there may or may not be a third unicorn unit, but, like, that's kind of it. Yeah. I didn't even so know I'm excited. That. I mean, I, I, I know. It's, it's the thing of I have so much gunpla that yeah. I, I kind of, like, know. And it's just, what if unicorn was gold? What then? What if unicorn gold? Mm. What if big and oh. gaudy and look bad? Yeah, yeah, people don't like that one. Um, my question though is, <laughs> what if Beyond Toon World? Uh, whoa, whoa, I can't believe I'm, I'm transported to this the spell card. Oh my god! <laughs> You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Toon World. Right, we're going to talk about a uh, a voice actor we may have uh, we may have heard before. Mm. Um, uh, a funny little guy called uh, Wataru Tagaki. Um, okay. He is uh, the voice actor of Alberto Vist. Um, he was born in the Chiba Pre- Prefecture of Japan in 1966. He is uh, 56 himself. Uh, okay. His first role was in a anime called um, Mr. Ajiko as okay. a laborer. Um, after that, he um, played a bunch of other roles um, that we kind of... <laughs> okay, so... First yeah. one, this one I was pretty excited about. He was um, Neatros in a show called The Giver Bio Booster Armor. Uh, Giver that sounds rules. fucking badass. Giver rules. It's so good. Um, after that, uh, he starred in some of his more notable anime roles. He was uh, Kamidake in the Tenchi Muyo series. <clears throat> okay. Uh, he was in uh, Samurai Pizza Cats. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Outstanding. He was in uh, Sailor Moon R as uh, Ooh, who was Rubius. He? Who was he in Sailor Moon? Okay, all right. Um, he was in. Uh, he was Rush in Mega Man Upon a Star. Um, Wait, how he voice a dog? He voice a dog. Don't 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 w- question w- it w- too w- much. Woof woof bow wow. Woof woof bow wow. Um, he played um 
Boran in uh, Dirty Pair Flash. Okay, all right. Um, he was uh, Hayami Akakabu in New Cutie Honey. Um, he's in it, been in a lot of stuff. He's in Hi- He was uh, Hayato um, Kawakami in Tekaman Blade 2. Um, God, I thought you were about to say Hayato Kawajiri from JoJo's, and I was going to lose no, my shit. No, 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 I'll get to that. Uh, he's an office worker in Golden Boy. Um, okay. <laughs> he was bossed in the Fire Emblem OAV. Um, Fuck yeah. He is, uh, this is not his first Gundam role. Um, because this guy was uh, Jared Ran in After War Gundam X. Oh, that's the main character, right? Yeah, the main character. Uh, Damn, and then he, he went from back. being the main character to fucking Alberto Vista. Sorry, bud. loser. Uh, he was um, Valgav in Slayer's Try, uh, okay. um, Man A in Trigon. Uh, he's Kenji in Initial D. Okay. Um, he was um, <laughs> um, Takasugi Shinsaku in Roroni Kenshin. All right. Um, he is the titular great teacher Onizuka. Um, ah! Yeah, he's a great teacher Onizuka. He's Adon in the Street Fighter Alpha um, anime. Fuck yes. Um, he was in, uh, he was, um, Tokagero in, uh, Shaman King, uh, both the original version and the more modern version. He's Leaf mm. in Helsing. Um, he's the Rain Ninja in episode 21 of Naruto. Um, cool. Outstanding. <laughs> My favorite character. For me, for me. This one's for me. He's Bellamy in One Piece. Oh, I love Bellamy, Bellamy so much. He's Bellamy. I love Bellamy. Oh it's my God. Awesome. What if there was a guy who was crazy? <laughs> He's also Vanderdecken. Um, oh, fuck that guy. Yeah, that guy sucks. We care, we care about Bellamy. I love Bellamy kinda, so much. What kind of dumbass fish man eats a devil fruit? Who does that? Stupid well, it happened a few times. Words. I'm with Jack, too. Okay, I literally didn't know Jack was a fish man until like two chapters ago when they say he was a fish man. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I he thought was, he was just a big guy. Yeah, he's just a big dude, but now he's a fish man. Um, he was Gustav in Monster. Okay. Um, Ganju Shiba in Bleach. Mm-hmm. Um, he was uh, Uraganos in Futariwa Pretty Cure, um, Max Heart, um, which is great. You love to see a, 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 a Pretty Cure uh, voice. Uh-huh. Um, this is a big one. Um, he was uh, Obito Uchiha in um, Naruto yes, Shippuden. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Good shit. Good shit. He was Kumasuke Kumade in Metal Fight Beyblade. I love Beyblade so much. I love um, Beyblade so fucking much as a kid. It is amazing that I still have all my fingers from it. Of course he was um, Alberto in uh, Gonna mm-hmm. Gone. Yeah, very, very, very um, sorry to hear. Uh, Horada in uh, Durarara, if you watched that. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's Knuckle by from Hunter Hunter. He's Knuckle. <laughs> I feel like every single character we've done beyond two worlds has been in Hunter Hunter. It rules. Yeah, because Hunter Hunter is amazing, and they oh, only employed thousand characters. They also only employed good uh, voice actors in the series. So mm. uh, he was Hammerhead well. and One Punch Man. Um, here is probably his biggest role that people know him for the most. Mm-hmm. Um, he is Okuyasu Nijimura from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yes, Josuke. Hey, hey, Josuke! Hey, oh, yo! I was also in a uh, King's Glaive Final Fantasy um, as Pelna Kara. Um, I never watched that. I'm very weird... sorry. I watched that movie. I couldn't tell you a goddamn <laughs> thing about it. Uh, All he... I know is that Aaron Paul is the main character in that. <laughs> he is. Uh, he's the Joker in Batman Ninja. Um, oh, okay, okay, Callie, have you seen Batman Ninja? I've no. I feel like I'd love it though. Callie, Gorilla Grodd is in it. Uh huh. 
Voiced by Dio. Shut up. No, he's not. Batman Ninja is one of the most, like... It, it is, it is like, just a fucking trip and a half. It is, like, one of the most wild things I've ever seen. It is so fucking good. Uh, because this continues to go on, um, yes. he is uh, Best Boy Absolute, one of my favorite protagonists in fiction, full stop. Uh, Taiman from Dora Hidoro. Um, okay. Head Boy, I love him so much. Um, he is Goro Otaki from Godzilla Singular Point, uh, which is the old oh, man. Yeah. I love that. I loved Singular Point. It was so good. Um, he's Zeus in the record of Ragnarok anime. Sorry about that anime. I love the manga. <laughs> Love the manga so much, but oh my god, what a badly done show. Um, then, uh, in more recent roles, uh, he the most recent role he's credited for is he's Cherry in the most recent uh, version of uh, Yurusei Yatsura. Ooh, cool. Going, going back full circle. Um, yeah. In his video game roles, um, oh boy. he's a lot of Street Fighter characters. Um, in uh, Street Fighter 3 Second Impact, he is Ryu, Yang, Hugo. In Street Fighter Zero Two, 2, he's Adon... Birdie, mm-hmm. Sodom, Gen, Zangief. Um, That's a lot of characters. He's Zangief and Doctor and Dark in Street Fighter EX. Uh, in the original JoJo's Heritage for the Future game, he was Cameo in the PlayStation version. Really? He's the longtime voice actor of Zangief in the Japanese version. Um, he mm-hmm. was... I'm just trying to look for some more kind of like well-known stuff. Um, he's Cubot in Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, oh, I like Cube. I like that. That's cute. I like that. Uh, he's uh, Experiment 211 uh, Sparky in uh, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Um, Tremendous. Of course, he's Okuyasu Nijimura. Um, uh-huh. He is Enzo in Bayonetta. Oh, he's Danny DeVito. That fucking rules. <laughs> he's Danny DeVito, dude. Um, oh, my God. Then, uh, in my favorite, my favorite, favorite, favorite thing... Um, Let's let's take a look at his uh his uh Western dub voices. Yes, uh, yes. He's got a few good ones. Uh, he he was in one of the original Daffy in one of the original Daffy Duck shorts. He was a uh, Daffy Duck. Um, okay. In Spider Man and his amazing friends, he was both Iceman and Captain America. And he continued. Okay. He reprised his role as uh, Iceman in the nineteen ninety two X Men TV show. Um, this is a big one. He's the Prowler in the Spider Man um cartoon. Ooh. Uh, he's also the, um, <laughs> he's the dub, he's the Japanese dub voice for Pepe the King Prawn from the Muppets. Um, he reprises so his voice as Duff, Daffy Duck in Space Jam. Um, he was the, um, the Godfather stand-in child from, um, South Park Loogie, uh, in South oh Park. God. He's the Japanese dub voice of Eddie in Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Okay. <laughs> Um, he's Komodo Joe in Crash Team Racing. Ooh, okay, um, fun. He's, um, Skid McMox in, uh, Ratchet and Clank. Terrible, terrible name. Yeah, they really, um, they really made a lot of names for that franchise, huh? Once again, uh, he's Duck Dodgers and Duck Dodgers in the 21st and, the 21st and one half century. Um, Non-zero amount of duck rolls, huh? In, uh, also Daffy Duck in, um, Looney Tunes Back in Action. Um, in the Garfield movie, the live-action one, okay, he was Nermal. Wait, Nermal was in those that movie? What yeah, the Nermal fuck? Yeah, Nermal was in that film. I bet you forgot fuck? about that, didn't you? He was boosting I cars. Okay, Jesus Christ. He was uh, Officer Lester in Monster House. Um, he's Raul from uh, Happy Feet. Uh, oh my he's god. Sang the um the the duck that's Poe's dad in Kung Fu Panda. 
Why does he have so many duck roles? He just does. He's got a duck-like voice. <laughs> uh, he is uh, Garfield in the Garfield show. Um, not Nermal, though. <laughs> not Neville, though. Nah, he stepped up from Nermal. Uh, yeah, he's, he, got uh, a, he got an upgrade. He's the bulldog in Up. Okay. Oh, okay. I like Up. That's uh, uh, he's Dr. Blowhole from the Penguins of Madagascar TV show. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's Dobby. He's Dobby! He's literally Dobby. Oh my god. I can't make this up. He's uh one of the the he's one of the the the, the ponies that comes in with the with the big old cider making machine and my little pony friendship is magic. Tremendous. He's one of them. Uh he's Claptrap in Borderlands 3. Um Oh, okay. And in most recent video game Western role uh was um he was Gunky Lee in um the Spider-Man Miles Morales game. Ooh, okay. That's a. F- I didn't. I didn't even finish Miles Morales. He was also in Cats and Dogs: The Revenge of Kitty Galore, but I'm not warranting that with the specific ones that he did. Mm-hmm. I Just never. I only ever saw the thinking, first one. That does require thinking about, um, you know, the revenge, the, the revenge of Kitty Galore. <laughs> yeah, I, thankfully, I've only seen the original. God, I wish I was you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's it. That's all we got so far. That's some pretty. That's a one of the best Beyond Dream Worlds to date. I Such must say, a good say. one, right? Outstanding stuff. Well, Taru Tagaki, I am saluting very hard. I'm saluting so hard. <laughs> this guy's a duck. Just a duck. He's just a duck. Just a duck, dude. Mm, going quackers. Um, I'm quacking up thinking about it, man. Uh, well, another important question, Callie. What's the robot of the week? I've been thinking about the Guilty Gear series a lot recently. Okay, yeah. Uh, I've recently got into it, uh, thanks to uh, my girl Bridget uh, being Mm -hmm. what she should be. Um, You love to see it. Um, So I've been thinking about it. I mean, looking at the series, I was looking at some of the past games, and I've I've stumbled upon a pretty, pretty funny looking, uh, (laughs) pretty funny looking dude. My robot of the week is Robokai. You know what? You're the second host to uh, bring Robokai. I'm not, am I? You are, yes. Sarah no. uh, in Iron Blooded Orphans coverage also brought Robokai. He's just we can talk about Robokai. Huh? We can talk about Robokai. I love his little, the, the fucking stupid ass, like the robot wind up ears he he's, has. He's gay with a fucking assassin who uses pool cues. That rules. Love him. He's most likely not going to be in the next game because his arc is over. Oh, very Which sad. Which is sad. We'll never see him again, but I'm happy. I'm happy with that. That's okay. I like I like robots that just, like, wear human clothes. Like, you don't yeah, need to. Uh, he doesn't it's need just, to. It's just fun when they do. It's like, you don't need that. You don't have any shame to hide. But they do anyway, because it's walk, walk, fashion, baby. Yeah. <laughs> M- much respect to, to all my guilty gearers out there. I'm ha- ha- yes. happy, happy, happy for you, Bridget Mays out there. <laughs> I got a question love- for you, Max. Eh. Where can we where can we find you on social media? Oh, Callie, I'm glad you asked. You can uh, find me on Twitter at Maxi Bajillion. Uh, you can listen to Pod of Greed, which is the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corp. Um, we're kind of we're taking a bit of a break before we get into season four of GX because it's a pretty short one. We'll be done by the end of the year. Really? Uh, 2023, 2023. Yeah, season. It's like a regular anime season. 
So it's only going to take us a couple months to get through. It's wild, right? Which means season uh, uh, 2023 will be the year of 5D's nuts, and I cannot wait. Oh, so brilliant. Excited. So fucking excited. Going um, fast makes me feel alive. See, uh, I'm not going to know that. I'm not going to know that one. Drive. I listen to the sub. You, Yu-Gi-Oh dubs you, you, don't oh, agree with me. Oh, you get clear mind, though. That's fine. Oh, my that's God. The, that's the thing. I've never heard, like... The Yu-Gi-Oh! dub openings are all very iconic, and GX is just, like, the best of all of them that I've heard, but, like, the Japanese openings, like, just blow them out of the fucking water. It's insane. Not even like, that. Kawaii Tasekebi in... from Season Zero is, like, unbeatable. Because, um, in the, the sub, in the sub version of our 5Ds, you get, uh, the insert songs for the, um, the duels and stuff oh. like that. Uh, That's and you get stuff it, like the, the, Clear Mind. Those songs are so good. Oh my god, the 5Ds ones are unbelievable. I'll send you one after, because it's insanely do. good. Yeah, it's like it's like thinking people watching Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters, not listening to Passionate Duelist. I'm just like, what's the point? What's the point? What's the point if you can't hear that? You can also listen to Slappers only a video game music show and podcast, speaking of music. We're on hiatus, but we'll be back with like Donkey Kong Country, I guess, is what we have lined up for that. I really got to talk to Jordan and be like, hey, when are we going to do this? we both... We both just, like, keep on forgetting and just, like, Jordan's busy and I'm busy. But we'll get to it eventually. And we'll be back with a vengeance. Um, what about you, Callie? Uh, you can find me on Twitter.com, at Cowley, C-O-W-L-L-I-E. You can also find the book I'm working on and an empty Twitter page, because I still haven't done anything with it! Um, about my uh, book that I'm writing, uh, it's called Other Side. You can find that at Other Side Novel. It'll be linked down in the description of the episode. Um, watch that space. It, there'll be something on it by Watch the end of this month. That's that's the Absolutely. time limit I give myself because there will be something. Mm-hmm. The first three chapters are done. I want to make those kind of available so you guys can get a sense of what's going to happen in the book. Um, yes. But yeah, um, I hope you guys don't mind waiting a little bit longer for that. Oh yeah. Um, you can find this show on noisebase.xyz. You can go to twitter.com slash wowcoolpodcast. There's Discord links in that uh, Twitter header and all of our episode descriptions. Come hang out. Post your gunpla. Talk about how the Black Tri-Stars are cool characters, even though they don't really... <laughs> They've said, um, like, five lines, but they rule. Yeah, be, because the... Look, it's just it's just cool being on a team, and y'all, like, wear matching outfits and do poses together. That's why the Ginyu Force is cool, even yeah. though they all kind of suck. Like, not one individual member of the Ginyu Force is cool. They're all just, like, weird assholes, but, like, when they get together, it's, they're greater than the sum of their parts. It's like chemistry. Mm. Rakuma Racer Gun? Hello? <laughs> Rakuma um, Racer Gun! Zarbon long hair. Berter is really fast. Goldo can freeze you. He can, can stop you... time, and everyone still thinks he like sucks. He he's a, he's a fucking asshole to fight in Xenoverse. Oh my god! Mm. Because it's just like it's like this huge range, and like if you don't block it or dodge it, you're just stuck there. And like the AI never capitalized on it. They just kind of like punched you two times, but like you'd have to sit there and like f- stare as you watch this little fucking green alien asshole like slap you around a couple times. Yeah. Whatever. Um, and I guess that'll do it for us um, next week episode 6 of Unicorn whatever happens then tune in can't wait and as we always say to close war is bad oh wow it's cool robot bye goodbye